Today's episode of El Nino's Podcast, we're going to be discussing week five of the Premier League. Premier League is back. A nice little, you know, chilling, some time off from international break. I mean, I'm not a big fan of international break, to be honest with you. But, you know, where it has to, unfortunately, it has to be, you know, for tournaments. But yeah, we're also going to be discussing wrestling, the weekly topic of trash talk. We're also going to be throwing in a little bit of week two of the NFL, some games picks and you already know here at the El Nino podcast the only podcast that matters we're back here to the El Nino pod you already know the wrestling segment with the boys Jesus and Sandra what's going on boys I'm pretty good and you guys oh I'm good oh I'm good it's been a bubbly week relaxing Oh, yep. Definitely been a bubbly week. We're going to start with some raw. I mean, uh, I mean, I was bored half to death, to be honest with you. And that's, I was like literally skimming through the show. <laughs> we're going back to the old ways. It's bring back Stone Cold. Yeah, it was a good segment. Don't get me wrong. But we're doing the same thing that, you know, WWE needs to stop doing. Bringing that back, that old talent. True. Wait, question. You actually saw it? I actually trimmed, I trimmed through it, but I, yeah, I saw bits and pieces. Oh, man. Look, I gotta say this, though. I, I, I really, I really wish that I, that I can honestly tell you guys that I would actually sit down and watch a three-hour show. <laughs> but the problem is, with that show, I cannot sit three hours and actually invest on just pure crap. It's pure repetitiveness from a week before. I'm sorry. Whatever I saw this week, I think I saw it last week. And then whatever I saw last week, I think I saw the week before. So, again, it's a trend that I kind of don't... Me as a viewer, I can't see myself seeing. But, hey, you know, there are those that I actually like to see and feel repetitive. I mean, or feel to watch the, the, the need to watch repetitive stuff. And, hey, you know, I, uh, I, uh, I applaud you. Surprisingly, WWE loyalist Sandra was watching novellas during that time period. <laughs> yep. Don't think yeah, I, like I don't said, think I didn't forget that, Sandra. Say this. Huh? Yeah, no. I knew we were gonna bring that up. <laughs> it's fine. That's a pretty good theory, guys. Um, I understand you call it a novela. It's actually a theory. No one cares. No one cares. But let me go on to the to the rest. Of you. Like, oh my god! I can't believe it. Uh, talking about WWE, I understand that the product is bad. I mean, at least I'm not like those people that oh WWE is great. Bro, stop lying. WWE is bad. Don't it is bad. Yeah, I don't lie to myself. I know it's bad. I just, you know, I don't really, I can't watch the whole show. I just watch the highlights, you know. <laughs> I just follow WWE and what they're doing because, you know, I'm a loyal soldier to WWE. Even though WWE is bad, I still like WWE. Pretty much it. Hey, dog, this is new. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I mean, um, that's, that's all you have to say? Like, uh, for, this is the WWE loyalist, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, you're done? Oh, my boy, Kevin. You're done because, I mean, you're done because, because I thought I heard you say the same thing last week and the same thing the, the two weeks before. <laughs> what? 
No, nothing. The, the, the same thing that you keep saying about WWE, I feel like you just love to keep saying it each and every single other week. Uh, I mean, I have to say it because I'm, like, I feel you guys like think that I don't know the product is bad. I do. I do realize that it's bad. I'm not blind. The triple threat. Speaking about that. Speaking about that. That triple threat match between. I actually saw. I actually was watching the match. I was. I mean, I was skimming through it, but I was really watching the match between Ricochet versus Brandon Corbin versus Samoa Joe. There was really points in time that Samoa Joe should have won this match, but of course. Of course, you know, WWE wants Baron Corbin to be the superhero of WWE because he's supposed to be the savior of WWE. Okay, let me let me say something here. Let me say something here. Let me say something. Oh, God almighty. Um, Baron Corbin, as bad as the product is, Right or even as good as the product would be, or it can be, he will never be as good as what a lot of or as what WWE wants him to be. The only reason, or even Vince wants him to be, the only reasons why, right, is because he himself he can't perform. He's not a good performer. In fact, his his character, right, his character, his style, his his presence, even in WWE, even though he could be a good, uh, 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 I'm sorry, a heel or a face, right? It doesn't even work for him in none of the factors, okay? Whether he's a face or a heel, it doesn't work. My point is, okay, why? Why keep trying with him what doesn't work? It doesn't work. They've been trying to have this experiment with Baron Corbin for the last three years. Okay, the last three years, we're going probably to four because I'm for sure they're not going to drop this guy. Okay, so we're probably going to go to four years. What have they done to this guy, right? It's beyond, or what they see um, in this guy is beyond me. Okay, they're treating this guy like, for example, what Brock Lesnar got treated when he first came into WWE. Yeah, sure, he was a brute force. Yeah, sure, he was a a specimen like a lot of people were uh, you know like the way that they were advertising him okay but one thing that really caught eye with Brock Lesnar that doesn't caught that doesn't catch eye with Baron Corbin okay is entertainment Baron Corbin is not entertaining at all he's not entertaining tell me one in the last three years what promo or even what rivalry has he been in that you can actually sit there and say, damn, that was entertaining? Never. I'm not even when he was supposed to be the acting GM. It was basically Corbin and friends attacking anybody they, there was against Baron Corbin. I don't know if you guys remember that. Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin will always be a vanilla of WWE. He will always be a vanilla of WWE. Always. The reasons why is because himself. It's like if you were to put Sandro in WWE as a to make him do a promo he's gonna be as vanilla as he is right now talking in this podcast <laughs> really <laughs> okay <laughs> alright well let me tell you guys something though um, 
people know this or not, but I already told you, uh, El Nino. Uh, Vince wants Baron Corbin to have a universal title run. The guy believes in Corbin. I know that he's not good, but Vince got something. WWE management, they're trying to persuade this guy to not have Baron Corbin win the King of the Ring. He's not going to win that shit, but why? Like, what the fuck? Like, what he had done to earn that shit? He's not even that good. Vince is stupid. He just thinks, again, the same report came out. That this guy thinks that women are attracted to him. I don't That guy doesn't even look like a wrestler. He looks like a damn bartender. I'm going to say that line again. Bouncer. Man, what's he serving, man? <laughs> martinis or what? Damn. He's serving. He's serving. He's serving a decrease in the ratings. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he's serving. Man. And let me tell you something about this. One more little thing that I was watching, but I was just like, how stupid are these WWE fans? Why are these motherfuckers saying we want Corbin? Like, what? Really? Why what? We want Corbin Chant. Oh yeah, I think I think I think I think I think maybe they censored out. We want Corbin out. (laughs) (laughs) No, they were saying Corbin sucks. We want Corbin. Corbin sucks. Like literally, they were cheering that the whole time. Not as WWE fans for you fucking delusional in the head, but hey, that's beyond me. And he didn't do anything to win that match. He didn't do anything. He was getting, bro, he was getting choked out and Ricochet had to jump into that fucking thing. I know, I get it. It's a triple third match, bro. Just be chilling there, my yep. guy. Yep. So, I, I, I got to say something, and I know it's going to sound kind of bad. Just hear me out. Maybe WWE needs to go through this, right? Because I have, I feel like WWE is doing this, right, to find ways to actually make us or make us feel obligated to watch the, their product. And the problem is, is that it's so apparent what they're doing, right, that they're doing it right before your eyes, Sando, and right before your eyes, Kevin, and even right before my eyes, right? Even though... I don't invest so much time in watching their product as much anymore, like I used to, but that's because they've been doing that themselves. You see, I said something to you guys a couple days back, and I said it many times before. WWE, okay, is digging their own grave. The reasons why they're digging their own grave is because they see things, or they see wrestlers, like, they used to see them back in the days. The problem is that back in the days is an old type of wrestling. Now it's different. We have different wrestlers. I'm sorry. We have wrestlers nowadays that can jump higher than what most wrestlers would be able to do back in the days. Yeah, we have more okay? athletic wrestlers. We, yeah, we have a lot of high flyers now. We have a style of high flyers. Okay, we have all these acrobatic monkeys jumping around in the ring, right? And that's the style of wrestling nowadays. And that's fine, right? But when you give these acrobatic monkeys a microphone, okay, they can't be entertaining at all. They seem so scripted. And I don't know if to blame WWE for being so scripted or if for being, you know, that they have to get, they have to go run by a verbatim. Or if it's just the wrestlers alone that they don't feel confident in their own mic skills. 
Okay, that's the thing. I want to blame the. I want to blame their policy because they feel like they need to narrate the story, and maybe by doing by by telling writers to give the story to the wrestler and the wrestler going based on a verbatim. I don't know if it's maybe because they don't feel confident in the wrestler's entertainment skills on the mic, or maybe the entertainer themselves, they don't feel confident in themselves on the mic. But it's something that is so apparent on the screen that it doesn't even, for me, I don't even know how that's even watchable on TV. <laughs> wow. Holy smoke. And people, one thing on Kevin that's important is that there's going to be no more scripted promos, apparently. Oh, come on, bro. Stop. They're fucking saying that shit to hype us up. Let's be realistic. The shit's PG-13. Do you really fucking think that we're not going to be scripted? I mean, I don't know. It was being reported in the dirt sheet that the, the scripted promos were going to end. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what's being reported. Apparently, they're trying to bring the Viking Raiders to be... uh The Viking... Yeah, the Viking um, Raiders to be irrelevant now because apparently they're having a little feud with the club. Yeah, there was a 10-man ten, ten, ten tag team match at the main event. It was okay. To be honest with you, it wasn't all that. It was uh, Rollins, Strowman, the Viking Raiders, Cedric Alexander versus the OC, Ziggler, and Rude. Yeah, it's Cedric Alexander. The reason why he was involved in this situation because he was in a match with AJ Styles. He won by disqualification. So, yeah. Wow, they should put the Viking Raiders in something because they were just squashing local talent. What is that? I mean, that's WWE for you. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I, I honestly, I honestly feel that WWE right now they should just shift their focus. I know that they're shifting their focus so much on NXT right now because they're seeing that NXT is a product that has been very successful for them. And I know that we haven't quite touched the NXT part yet, but I want to say something about it. It's more than obvious, okay, that a lot of their talent has come from NXT. NXT. Guys like Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, um, pretty much the Shield. Moxley! Uh, you know, Neville, all these characters, all these Pop! I'm bringing up their old names. <laughs> yeah, so again, all these characters, all these characters that, um, that, uh, damn, that, damn it, Kevin, you, let, you made me lose my chain of thought. <laughs> <laughs> literally made me, you literally made me lose my thought by you screaming like a little bitch out there. God damn. Buddy Mad Dog, because they're over here fucking bringing up their former names. No, bring up their fucking names now. <laughs> yeah, Sam Baller. You know, you have guys like, um, uh, you, you have guys like Kevin Owens. All these characters that have come from, 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 from NXT. Okay, that had, that had success in NXT that have came forth to the WWE as main roster. Right, now, why, why am I saying this? Why, why am I... Why am I entertaining their names? Because notice all the names that I've just said, mm-hmm. right? Before you rudely interrupted me with your with your with your with your moaning. Um, 
all these characters should have already been heavyweights. Okay, should have already been world champions. Okay, should already be in the top spot making main event main event matches. Interesting matches, interesting storylines. What have they been doing? Nothing but running in the mid card. Okay, guys like Finn Balor, guys like Bobby Roode. Get Bobby Roode's not even in the mid card. He's not. A, he's pretty much in no card. Okay. So. Well, he and, has a. And then Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, he has a title shot on Sunday, by the way. Okay. What has he been doing for the last couple months now? Oh, just being a jabber, you know, winning the 24-7 belt champion. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, you know, watch the wrestlers that, you know, that, that have wrestled with him in NXT and he beat the shit out of them in NXT. Man, fuck run. that. TNA. Yeah, and he's in TNA. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, all these, like, all these kids. Look, Bobby Roode, to me, Bobby Roode should be a fucking, he should be fighting for the Universal title or for the WWE title. Not running for the world tag team titles or whatever the hell they want to call the tag team titles now. But, I can't lie though, he, he has a good, he, I mean, it is a good tag team with, with Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another, another fucking crybaby. It should have been me! <laughs> That's how like Sandra over here with his loyalty with WWE. Really? Yeah. Oh, all right, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> all right. But I don't know. I, I I don't know why I don't know why Kevin makes so much fun about Sandra. I mean, it's not like AEW somewhere. Ooh. Hey, the hey the pay per views been lit so far, so don't come with that. Yeah, we're we're actually gonna talk about AEW today too. Lit? What the hell? Lit? 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 You you just called the last pay per view lit. I found the first one to be lit, but the second one that I'm lit. The first one. <laughs> hey, yeah, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to that why it was lit on later on. <laughs> anything else on? Anything else on Raw? Any? Do you guys want to add on? Like, hey Kevin, I think we gotta talk about something important, man. I think <laughs> we gotta talk about uh, SmackDown moving on Friday. WWE. Oh my God! Yes, we're doing it again. WWE. Come on, we're is bro, bro, bro. Not even. It's not even that. They're still gonna record on Tuesdays. They're still gonna be fighting on Tuesdays. Oh, Everybody forgets that. Remember. Everybody forgets that. Yeah, I can watch. I can see the results. I can see the results the next day. What happened on SmackDown before the show even starts? Yeah, that's the thing. People are gonna be able to watch the spoilers. Really not a good thing. I probably they should have moved it. They should have moved it to Thursday. Again. Or keep it on on Tuesday. But uh, I don't know. We're playing with fire. And Fox has nothing going on on Tuesday. So why freaking drop it? Put it all the way to Friday. And Friday is not. Yeah, they don't. They don't have anything going on. Friday's college football. So that's another thing too. I don't get this whole fucking nonsense. It's retarded. I don't know. And the week after that, they bring back their, the old people. And what are they going to do? What's the rating going to be? Shit. They got to get a good rating. They got to get a three rating so they can maintain themselves on Fox. It's this five-year deal. I, wanna, I actually have a lot of couple of takes on SmackDown, but I do want to finish with Raw. Um, yeah, what do you guys think about that tag team match with the four horsemen involved? The four, take that back. The four horsewomen. Ooh, 
people wants to start or I start or what? Hello, they were best friends. Hello, they were best friends. Okay. A few months back. Okay, you put your fucking side of difference and we're ready to go. It's go time. Uh, there's a problem too with Bailey. Bailey is like supposed to look, she's like a, I don't even know what she is. She just looks cool. It's like, hey, cheer me. And then she goes and attacks Charlotte. So, <laughs> what, so Charlotte could get uh, cheered in her hometown because Clash of Champions is going to be in her hometown. Oh, let's be realistic here. She's, she's losing the belt. Let's be realistic here. She's losing the belt. Yeah, but WWE doesn't think about the what if. After that, what? Who is Charlotte going to face? That's what I want to know. Who is there left? <laughs> Ember Moon, that's great. She got another match with Bailey. They buried her. Yeah, that they buried in a harpy. Bailey's gonna go to the back of the line or what too? That's what I wanna know. What's gonna happen with Bailey? Remember there's uh they pro- they still have confidence, they still have potential in this lady. Lacey Evans, which I think she's very fucking boring. She can't wrestle for shit. Yep. Horrible. Natalia she is entertaining though. She is entertaining. With what? She doesn't even talk, my guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, people, man. How is she entertaining? She doesn't even talk. She just wants to walk around with her little fucking suit. And that's it. You know, her little dress. Oh, my God, people. People, you work for WWE management? Don't tell me you have a thing for the blondes, man. <laughs> okay, man. Hold up. The man's married. The man just... <laughs> Remember, guys, uh, he's an employee. Sandra's an employee in WWE. His talent is basically be a mascot. Yeah, he drinks the same water. He 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 drinks the same water, and he also takes he also takes a shit in the same water that this like man fucking takes a shit no, on. No, 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 no. You guys are not opening your eyes, man. You guys, you guys need to tell me. Answer me this question. If I open my eyes, if I if I open my eyes and I have to look in the same eyesight that you that you are, no, I'd rather be no. blind than having to look in your eyesight. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tell me if Alexa Bliss is better than Sasha Banks, than Becky Lynch, than Bailey, okay, than Storm. Okay, hold up. Entertaining wise, 
Hey, listen to me. Hell no. No way in hell is she better than Hold on. And, God damn. Entertaining wise. Huh? Okay. In the ring? I give it to you. In the ring, she's not. Okay, I'll give it to you. In the ring. But entertainment value. Okay? You're not going to tell me that Sasha Banks is as entertaining as, as Alexa Bliss. You're not going to tell me, okay, that Betty is as entertaining in the fucking ring than, than Alexa Bliss. Because That's, let me tell you something. Oh, no match. Part. Okay. Yeah, because no thing. match, no match, no match, or no segment has been inner entertaining than what Alexa Bliss has done compared to those girls. Yeah. That's and I want you to tell me if I'm wrong. You are not wrong. You actually right. Uh, tell tell company man Sandro about that. <laughs> what memorable matches Alexa Bliss had anyway? Forget about the matches. Uh, Oi, how many matches can you honestly you can you honestly take in a year? Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. He's always dancing around me... with a moment of piss. What? Okay, if you're not in the title okay. picture. Get out of there. Hey, WWE let me tell you, man. Dude, dude, let me tell you something. You would have really hated the wrestling of back then, man. Because let me tell you something. Wrestling was as entertaining as it was back in the days and what wrestling really was or what wrestling no, really is today. No, I don't want to be entertaining, but you have to understand my point. But what is your point? <laughs> my point is why is this women, like, talking about the title? She's right there close to the title. You know, and she has like all these. Okay, you're going based on. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, you're going based on storyline. What is your point? Oh. My point is she shouldn't be there. What? Remember the the. You're going based on again. You're going based on storyline. What is your point? Yeah, my point is Charlotte needed to say something, right? Remember she was on a segment of piss. Because I'm not gonna call it a a segment of bliss. The segment of piss. She should have just cut the promo. Why she need to go? And be on a, a segment of a piss to cut the promo on Becky. No, you do it yourself. The moment, the moment of bliss. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. Out of uh, the four horsewomen that you're actually talking about, yeah. the only one that I trust heavily, okay, with a golden rod in the hand, is Charlotte. Yeah, the Charlotte. rest, not even close. Okay. And mind you, Charlotte is a compete because Charlotte is good on the mic, entertainment, and wrestling. I can't say yeah. the rest about Sasha Banks. I can't say the. I'm sorry. I can't say that. I cannot say the same for Bailey, for Becky Lynch, for uh, fuck. What's this other girl's name again? Um, I can't even say the same for Alexa Bliss. Since you keep telling me about Alexa Bliss, I can't even say the same. Because Alexa Bliss, even though she's really good entertaining and on the mic, she's not really that good on the ring. Thank you. That's my point. Thank you very much. That's your point? You're going to take some wrestling. But that's it. You're only focused on the wrestling part. You're not focused about the other that's factors. What I, that's what I wanted, I just wanted you to understand that. That's you're speaking like an AW champ, um, Sandra, by the way, even though you're defending WWE for the longest. Yeah, 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 no, no, he's talking, no, no, he's talking like he's, like, like he's promoting indie wrestling. The problem is that indie wrestling is just wrestling. It's not entertainment. You see, 
if I have to sit my ass three hours watching a product that is just about wrestling and there's no story to back it up, then because I'm gonna be bored oh, as fuck. Good. Yeah, I get your point. There has to be story. There has to be something to back it up. I mean, dude, the the sport. It don't even matter, even UFC. Okay, because that's why UFC has a hard time selling their tickets. Because sometimes their matches nothing to do with any type of story being involved. Because UFC has no story. Okay? They have no story. And at times, right, they only go based on what their contract or on what their, um, on what their meetings are. Those little meetings that you see people trash talking, right? That's only what they go based on, on just trash talking. Okay? And WWE gives you more than that, supposedly, or they used to, used at to. least. Used to. Used to. Mm-hmm. All right. Y'all ready for SmackDown? What's the next topic? SmackDown. Thank Jesus, Lord, that you're going to SmackDown because I'm going to tell you something. I feel like SmackDown is a way better show right now than Raw. Even though it sucks too. It sucks as well. <laughs> yep. It sucks because Vince McMahon killed it, guys. And guess who got fired? Guess who got fired? Kevin Owens. Shane McMahon. Uh, Once again, TV time. Kevin Owens. He's not going to AEW, Kevin. Don't get your hopes up. No, he's going to NXT. Yeah. Oh, by the way, for your NXT. Oh, another thing for your NXT on TV, ladies and gentlemen. One hour on TV, one hour on the WWE Network. Just saying. True. True that. And and AEW's gonna be live for two hours, huh? On TV. Oh yeah. Not subscription on TV. Oh yeah. We're gonna talk. So let's talk about this topic. Kevin Owens being fired. I mean, oh, wow. the accomplishing here, yeah, Shane McMahon basically going to be, you know, TV time more. He's going to probably get another rival because they think it's really best for business, which is really not. Shane McMahon is boring. He has to go. His wrestling, like, his, it's, it's, he's fucking out of shape. He's sloppy. Jesus? I got no comment to say about that. <laughs> Why? Just for the fact that I know that Shane McMahon is involved, right? It comes to show me that WWE's writers, or at least the people writing that show, are lazy as hell. You <laughs> see, they could have surprised the hell out of us and given us someone. Like from NXT, a surprise guest from NXT. Not some idiot like Shane McMahon to come in and actually give us something that not a lot of people, you know, or a lot of people already expected to happen. I want to see Alistair Black already on fucking TV, but we don't see him. We barely see him. No, no. You know what I would honestly would like him to actually show up there? And I'm pretty sure he would have surprised both of your fucking pulos. Go ahead. Adam Cole. Yes. 
I want to see Adam Cole already. Okay. Yes. Yeah, but I don't I want like Adam Cole. Roster, man. Or, 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 he has it. Or, someone that will match his skills. Right? Someone like Velveteen Dream. That's another one. Mm-hmm. You know, the Velveteen Dream is another one. Johnny Gargano is another one. He's not Tomato going, though. Chiampa, Tommaso Ciampa is another one. You know, all these characters that they can, or all these wrestlers that they can use from WWE will make it so much interesting. Look, someone like, and I know it's not, I know it's not a good idea to say it, but whatever. Sullivan Lars. Yeah. You know, the reasons why I say him is because he's a heel anyways, and a lot of people will boo him anyways mm-hmm. okay even though maybe they'll he'll find a way to come out and lose because of kevin owens right because he'll probably come out with shane mcmahon um but you know what shad gables or kevin owens will find a way to actually screw Sullivan Lars, and that could actually lead up to a match with him versus kevin owens at fucking clash of champions unfortunately he doesn't have a job you know, and that could actually make it a, a Kevin Owens versus Sullivan Lars uh, for Kevin Owens' career, and Sullivan Lars beats the shit out of Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. You know that will risk his, his job over at Clash of Champions. But that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm like, look, you know, like you could come out with all these creative moves. Why do you come out with something so cheap like that? Mm-hmm. You know, something that has already been seen way back in the days, even in the Attitude Era. You know. That little stuff that he did with Shane McMahon, we've already seen that with Vince McMahon back in the days. Mm-hmm. There's no new story. There's nothing There's nothing creative. Look, you have PG, right? So mm-hmm. that means you're not really spending a lot on, on, on production or anything like that. Hey, use that extra resource to bring in more characters or have something more branching, much more, you know, intense. You know, don't just come out here and give us that cheap tactic that, oh, yeah, we're coming out, and, oh, my God, yeah, you know, giggity gaggado in the fucking ring. No. <laughs> you know, no, don't, 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 don't give me that crap. Mm-hmm. Don't give me that crap, especially in the main event for SmackDown. So you made me wait two hours of my time to actually look at this bullshit, this predictive, already used recycled bullshit of a story? Yeah. You know, hey, you could have used Kevin Owens at fucking Clash of Champions. Why not fucking end the storyline at Clash of Champions? Have fucking Sullivan Lars. You want to push Sullivan Lars? Perfect. Use Sullivan Lars as fucking Shane McMahon's lackey. Yep. You want to elevate that motherfucker? Hey, let his ass beat the shit out of Kevin Owens at Clash of Champions. But no, 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 no. We want to do TV time for Shane McMahon because, you know, he's a fucking McMahon. He can still have fucking TV time if he does that, but no, what happens? He wants to be part of it. He wants to be involved in it. Hey, his father was involved with it. You know what was the only difference back in the days and nowadays? That it's already been done in so many companies. The boss has already been in the ring so many times in other other companies that what makes you think that Shane McMahon will be any different? We've seen that. We've done that. We've heard of that before. Move on from that. Give us something fresh, something new. Hey, you're the boss. Hey, if I beat Solomon Lars at a Clash of Champions, hey, I take your job. Okay? I take your job. And you do as what I say. 
Why couldn't they do that instead? Mm-hmm. And they, I know it's already been done, but isn't that so much better and so much, you know, quality time? You're giving so much opportunity, so much freedom of a character from Kevin Owens if you do that? Mm-hmm. No, you're giving him this, oh my God, if I don't do this, I'm taking away so much money from you. Or, hey, you know, you're going to get fined. God damn it. Why? Why do that? Mm-hmm. Why do that? Why go through the whole fine? And No, this ain't no fucking NFL. You're coming over here, you're talking like you're the NFL, like you're the NBA. Be different. Don't be the same. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants, this guy, Vince McMahon, he wants to corporate, he wants to incorporate the business like it's a sports. You know, you touch the referee, we find you. You say something, we find you. Uh, if you go off script, we find you. Hey, whatever happened to freedom of, of, of speech? Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to, hey, you know what? We're in wrestling. Deal with it. We're the big boys now. What happened to that? Yeah, they forgot about you that. Know, I feel, I feel like WWE has lost its I feel like WWE has lost its view or its direction of where it's supposed to be, or at least what it was, right? And they became this multi-million dollar walking merchandise, okay? And this ad that unfortunately has no value. That is boring. It's really fucking boring. Which is why you have a lot of indie talents that are coming from TNA and other and, and, and other indie uh, wrestling companies, right? And they choose to go with another competitor because they know that if they land in there, that's a volcano pit ready to happen for their career. Mm-hmm. Okay? Remember, AEW's coming around the corner. ALX, wait, why do you think that ALX, and I'm laying down a big pipe bomb right now, why do you think that ALX didn't sign with WWE? We're going to talk about that soon, but yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. The boys, the Latin America exchange. Why do you think Why do you think someone like Sean Spears ended up leaving WWE? Mm-hmm. Why do you think a guy like Cody Rhodes decided to say, you know what, fuck this, I'm out of here, I'm not signing. Hell, why do you think a guy like Kenny Omega said, you know what, screw WWE, I'm not signing with them. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because they know that as soon as they sign the dotted uh, dotted line, they know that their career will develop a cancer. (laughs) That That is perfectly, what's it called it? Perfectly way to say it about WWE. Yes, and it is taking shots, but it's the truth. Sorry, Sandra, I know you defend your boys, but yeah, it's true. I'm done. Push. I don't know if you guys have been seeing it lately. Another boy from 205 Live, Buddy Murphy. Oh, Buddy Murphy. Oh, yeah. That's a really good wrestler, man. No doubt. Hopefully he gets TV time and 
He's been getting a lot of TV time with the whole Roman Reigns situation. They're trying to do the whole blame Buddy Murphy. We st- honestly, it's been two months and we still don't even know who did what to Roman Reigns because that's just really stupid. Um, another thing I'm going to throw at from SmackDown and doing the same thing over and over and over again every fucking week. Oh, let's go attack the New Day. Oh, yeah, the revival of Randy Orton. We're, we're, to be honest with you, that hasn't gone anywhere. It's just boring. And it's basically basically putting out there that Kofi Kingston is going to retain the title. We're basically putting that out there. Well, I, I don't know. You never know with WWE. It could be wrong. Randy Orton might win. Kofi might retain. I don't know. Well, when Randy Orton has been attacking him for almost a month, and it's been the same shit, so I I can see I really can see here Kofi Kingston winning this shit. I don't know, but. Randy Orton should definitely win the WWE Championship and Clash of the Champions. Will he do it? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Here on the track. I mean, Kofi put him through a table on the go-home. You're on the track. You're on the track. What? And you're, you're no, on the track. Never know. And you're on the back of the track. Yeah, right. I know that they use those things because it's like the, you know, are you really nuts? What do you mean nuts? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that you're thinking about nuts, but what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that you're thinking about nuts. I'm saying that, are you really nuts? Like, <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing that really kind of gets to me. Hold up, hold up. Here's what really quite what gets to me, right? <laughs> you talk about Randy Orton, right? But we're all, I'm sorry, you talk about Baron Corbin, you talk about, you know, the, the, the sale of product. Look, Randy Orton is only there to push Kobe Kingston. Well, yeah, he has to push Kobe Think Kingston. about that for a but second. He, he won't win the think title. Think about that for a second. Title. Hey, think about that for a second. Randy Orton is only yeah, there I to do. push the champion, right? Let's be honest. Yeah. Do you think maybe he should lose the title to someone like I don't know, someone like maybe like Samoa Joe? Joe, 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 Joe. WWE guys, WWE, they're not writing their notes, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But look, here's my point. Okay, here's my point. If WWE gives the title to Randy Orton, then that's like two things. I'm giving the title to John. Or, or in WCW's perspective, let's give it to Hulk Hogan. Yeah, no.
show my guy it's not gonna happen now guys any more smackdown any more smackdown any more smackdown topics Yeah, fuck that. The WWE, Randy Orton, and Charlotte, they're going to give them ratings. I gave up on WWE ratings. months ago, and I'm going to continue to say the same they thing. I gave ratings. up on... Too long. It's too long. One by one. One by one. one. 
I go first. I go first from what I've been seeing the last couple of years. It's, I can't hear you. It's too fucking long. Okay, these sides support that it's long. Okay? Then what are the reasons that people are tuning off of the off of the WrestleMania bandwagon? Why? Undertaker's there every fucking year fighting somebody. I'm bored of seeing the same shit every year. Sorry. Okay, besides that. There's more. Kevin, are uh, you done? Yeah, yeah, I'm good for now. I'm good for now. Because every, because back to the same thing, back to the same thing. Every month we have a fucking pay-per-view. Every month we have a pay-per-view. If you're going to build WrestleMania, if you're going to do WrestleMania, if you're going to build WrestleMania for a good timeline, you should have the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania at least six weeks. Six weeks they used to do it before. Because I remember they used to do a separate show. When SmackDown used to have No Way Out. They did No Way Out way too early so they can set up... At the Royal Rumble, man. Huh? He's the latest. Like, really, every year, Shane McMahon wrestling somebody. Triple H wrestling somebody. Yeah. That's what... Undertaker. Undertaker. Again, Undertaker. Undertaker, too. Yeah, I, I get you. And if this guy's not wrestling, he'll make a. And if this guy's not wrestling, he's gonna make an appearance and do something. John Cena. Yeah. Oh, I get you. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna, very few great moments and great matches. We can't hear you. Right there. Hey, Zeus. WrestleMania, hold on. Something happened. We're going to hear you restart. Can you hear me? Now. Oh, there you go. Okay. The only reasons why I brought this up, okay, is because it all starts from WrestleMania. Remember, WrestleMania is like the... Reset season of WWE. Okay, so what happens every year? We're getting the same storyline. Okay, from each and every single character, even though it happens to different wrestlers, but we're getting recycled storylines. Okay, so what happens when we go to the next following WrestleMania? We're getting the same fucking storyline. We're getting it okay, underdog. Same goddamn hey. The storyline that happened with Seth Rollins and Triple H was almost the same storyline that was with Daniel Bryan and Triple H. The same thing with Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. It was the same exact thing. <laughs> and then the same thing with Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. Okay, so again, my point is, it's just repetitive storylines. Why? Why is there repetitive storylines when you have so much talent, right? Maybe you just need to open your ears 
your ideas give you some good ideas that maybe can help you elevate the show mm-hmm. or maybe elevate the story. Because here's the problem. When you give a storyline or a script to somebody that doesn't fit their words or their personality, what's going to happen is the same thing that happened with Seth Rollins a couple months back. Okay, that it was with the storyline with Baron Corbin. Now, he sounded so robotic. Okay? Hell, he even sounded so robotic against Brock Lesnar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, I can't. I can't hear you. That's yeah. It's pretty much it. The way he's saying it. Right. Kevin? It's basically the same thing. I can't hear you clearly. I can hear you, but not clear. It's basically the same thing we talked about every year with the same bullshit with WWE. It's happening. Oh, it. And it's taking effect on WrestleMania. A John Cena performance, an Undertaker match. Like, I'm fucking bored out of that shit. Y'all agree? Yeah. I want to bring up AEW. Well, not even good either, but whatever. Let's bring up AEW momentarily. Be right back. What's the next topic? Yeah. What we'll be AEW? Yes, sir. We'll be right back on that real quick. And we're back here, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about AEW. You already know, All Out. Some crazy shit that happened at All Out. First, I'm going to bring up that topic. You know I've been waiting to talk about this since the beginning of the pod, Jesus. The match between... Hey, Kevin, have you started? Yeah. The have match... You the, the match started, between... Uh, the, the match between, um... The Young Bucks and the uh, Lucha Brothers. What do you guys think about uh, that? What do you think about that, Jesus? That match, that ladder match. Damn, bro, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know because I really wasn't paying much of attention to the match. All I noticed is that there was just a lot of high flying going around. So I can't really say much about it because I didn't really see it too much. There were a lot of great stunts because I know you're talking about the ladder match with the uh, with the uh, with the uh, with the wannabe Freebirds and and uh, and the Lucha Brothers, right? Yeah. Okay. Cerdo so... culero, cerdo culero. I really didn't see so much about that match. So I can't really quite tell you because I wasn't paying too much attention to that match. The only thing that I can say is the ending was very um, was very shocking to me. That shock that shocking ending was I think the ending made made me more hyped for that match than the actual match itself. Hmm. Like the ending of the match or what happened after the match? The ending of the match or what happened after the match? No, what happened after the match? 
Oh, you already know who I'm gonna. You know who already know who we're gonna be saying now. The debut of Santana and Ortiz, aka Latin America Exchange. Yeah, we knew that. We knew that they were gonna start with somebody, and they went with AEW. Now it's time for them to prove themselves in AEW. All right, I have to tell you this, uh, Kevin, and two people. Um, um, I want to, I want to see what these guys are gonna do with AEW on October second. Like, I really want to see if they're gonna really put up great storylines. Are they gonna put up great wrestling matches? Are they gonna have a good um, intro? If they're gonna have good commentary? You know, things like that is what I'm looking for. Because, yes, I know some of the guys that are there, you know, Kenny Omega, I already know how he wrestles, but I know Kenny Omega, I know Cody Rose, I know Chris Jericho, I know uh, Ty Dillinger now, named uh, Sean Spears, and some other guys. So I just really hope that they deliver. If they do deliver, then yes, uh, I will be fully invested. But if they have to deliver 100 on everything that I just said, Speaking about uh, Cody Rhodes and Sean Spears, basically that match. Well, after that match, they basically gave this guy the number one contendership to the first AEW World Champion, Chris Jericho. Could I, I can't I can't imagine how that match is gonna go down. You guys. Ladies and gentlemen, technical difficulties on Jesus' end. Um, I just hope they now, now you good. Okay, like I was saying, I'm sorry. Uh, that um, I feel that that match is gonna be really good. But the best part about that match will be the segments. Okay, the rivalry. Okay, will be really good. You see. Those two know how to deliver some really great quality segments. And if you actually give them the actual time, then I can see something like maybe Stone Cold, The Rock type of segments. That I know for sure it's not gonna it's not gonna be as quality as that, but it can almost get there. You get me? Yep. That's all I can say. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean. Honestly, like we're, we're the same thing we've been waiting for now. You know, storyline. Are they gonna actually have a good storyline going into this? Remember, they know each other for a long time, so it's not like you know it's like two days. They know each other since WWE. I'm sure Cody knows since he was a kid. So, like, I, I really think that could be that could be a good to start AEW. To be honest with you. Like, having those two guys, you know, 
having a storyline, but let's see if we actually do a good storyline to that. If there is a storyline, of course. You know, we don't know what's going to happen with AEW. Show starts in uh, less than a couple of weeks now. You already know, boys. I'll be watching. I'll be watching October 2nd. No, I have my eyes uh, glued and see what AEW does. <laughs> um, well, we already talked about. Well, yeah, Chris Jericho being the first champion. That triple threat match that I liked also. I don't know if you. I don't know if you actually were paying attention to that match. Um, Jesus, the one with the uh, Jimmy Havoc, Joey Janela. Remember that Cracker Barrel match? Jesus, that's the sprint service. Where you at, Jesus? Did you die or something? Hey, folks. Can you hear me? Now. Hello? Yeah. Sorry guys, it's just that I'm 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 trying to climb out of the come out of the garbage of Sandro's WWE appraisal and I'm barely making it a lot. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you, man. Turn your your little bit of the bubbly so you can chill, man. <laughs> oh my god, this guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, so what was, so what was your question again? Because I was trying to answer it, but I was over here trying to figure out what's going on. Darby Allen versus Joy Janela versus Jimmy Havoc. That triple threat cracker bro. Oh my bro. god, that match was amazing. Yes. That match was amazing. I love that match. That match was good. But that was actually one of my favorite matches of the night, to be honest with you. <laughs> that was crazy how, uh, bro, this man over here fucking hit his ass for the fucking barrel because he fucking missed. That basically that was the end of the, uh, that was Darby. That was the end of his match, basically. How the fuck did the fact that they try to freaking. <laughs> They put Jimmy Havoc on a fucking chair and, and uh, what's it called it, and they put him on the tape. That shit was fucking hilarious. Then freaking Jimmy Havoc comes back and he's freaking over here stapling the fuck out of uh, Joey Janela. No, let's not forget also the Dar- when Darby had the freaking skateboard with the thumbtacks. I can't wait, bro. I can't wait for October 2nd, you know. Like, it's going to be fucking crazy. I know I brought it up already, but damn, bro. If AEW starts rolling how they're going to, supposedly going to start rolling, you know, all the hype. WWE better watch out, man. Because they're going to be in a war. And, if, and, to, and, to, and to be honest with you, 
I've been dying to talk about this. If you're going to put a show that you're going to compete with, why are you going to do the NXT? I mean, yeah, NXT is the greatest. There's not, it's not, it's not, nothing wrong with NXT. I have no problem with NXT. But you're putting an hour of TV time and an hour on the WWE Network. You're supposed to compete here for ratings against AEW. Do you really think fans are going to be going back and forth, switching from a TV to a WWE Network? Because they have to, you know, try obviously flip the channels to be watching both shows. Okay. Wow. If they're able to captivate us with, with, with really great programming, then I don't mind. But if they're doing this as a strategy to take down uh, AEW, then I have a problem. Because <laughs> then what's going to happen, they're going to treat AEW, I'm sorry, they're going to treat NXT like they treated Monday Night Raw against their against their, their Monday Night War. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen? That AEW will actually do so much better than Monday Night Raw and SmackDown that instead of watching those two programs, you're just going to watch NXT. Just for the fact that NXT is going up against AEW. Yeah. Because they're not going to treat Monday Night Raw and SmackDown as the show to go up against AEW. They're going to treat um, NXT to go up against AEW. Mm-hmm. Mind you, they're Ooh. using NXT as the shield, or I'm sorry, as the as the scapegoat to protect them against AEW. Mm-hmm. They're not using Monday Night Raw, yeah. their best supposed show, you know, their flagship show. They're not using SmackDown, which is their B show, supposedly, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to use their C show to go up against AEW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is going back, bro. If, yeah. WWE, if WWE are really, like, like you said, going back to you were saying, they're going to start, they're already starting digging themselves to the grave. If AEW performs the way to do it, then basically the, the nail the nail in the coffin is done. Because if AEW starts doing what they have to be doing, and it comes in week in, week out with consistency, they're fucked. They're really fucked. Because of the fact the whole NXT thing. All because USA Network wants to finish their series. Why do it on USA Network then? You want to be smart, do it on TBS. Or something. Or do do something that's, you know, that's going to make you watch two hours on TV. Or put it on Fox. Two guys. Um, Fox didn't want um, NXT, by the way. Again, WWE, again. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, yes. Ay, oh, Dios man, mio. Let's like, get serious on both. On both. Let's get serious. Damn, man. But people are most likely going to watch AEW. I am me. I, I'm, I'm already That's telling you right off the bat. I'm already That's telling you this right off the bat. I am watching AEW on Wednesday nights. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that. That's not a surprise to me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be having big-ass battles on Fridays because of this. Oh, wait, Fridays, that's going to be hard now because of the fact that SmackDown has to be Friday. Ah, stupid. WWE's not smart. <laughs> but oh well. They die, they die. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the damn. That's coming from the mascot guys from WWE. Remember, I'm loyal to WWE, but the WWE guys, they die. <laughs> they brought them themselves. <laughs> damn, I haven't heard from Jesus over here trying to roast Sandro. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm honest, though. I'm not like these other people. I said, oh, WWE's good. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't lie to yourself. Yo, Jesus, where you at? People, I'm over here listening to you two lovers talk to each other. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, it's a mascot we have here. I mean, I might as well just be a mascot because I'm just listening to, to both lovers over here talk about your wrestling. You know, one loves AEW, the other one loves WWE, you know, and imagine, you know, you're both like, you a baby. Who do you know? Alexa huh? Bliss? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Alexa Bliss any time. I called dibs on that a long time ago. What are you talking about? I'd rather talk to Alexa Bliss than having to talk to you both suckers. I called dibs on Alexa Bliss a long time ago. What are you talking about, my guy? Huh? I called dibs on Alexa Bliss a long time ago. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, you were only, you were only able to see her in your wet dreams, right? <laughs> uh, little sicko. You're over here talking about Alexa Bliss. You're over here talking... Let me tell you something. The only thing that you're dreaming about is the fact that you're you're flirting with Sandro about WWE and AEW. I'm over here listening to you two lovers talk about it, and I'm even wondering when are they gonna stop? Because <laughs> I sure as hell these viewers they don't want to hear your conversations like like if y'all like like if you're having them listening, you know, torturing them poor souls. You know, like I feel so bad for them because it's like they're listening to a bad. Uh, to a bad thing leading up to like 50 shades of, of, of Kevin. <laughs> you want to talk? Ah, ah. <laughs> Look at this man. You know, and, I, and, and, and I feel for the victim. And, and I feel for the victim because I don't know if Sandra's going to enjoy it or if he's going to actually be tortured about it. What? <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see, you see, you see. You see, I don't know, but Fifty Shades of Kevin, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a good novella. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! Sandro, not to watch uh, AEW, is going to watch novellas, so you don't have to watch AEW. <laughs> no, that's why. No, no, no. That's why. That's why he doesn't like stories in WWE because he doesn't watch novellas. <laughs> Speaking about NXT, speaking about NXT, at least the backbone of NXT is going to be there because this guy was supposed to announce his future if he's going to go up to SmackDown or Raw or move out of the company, but he already declared that he's going to stay at uh, NXT, Johnny Gargano. Oh, yeah. So if NXT is going to compete, they need the Johnny Gargano's, they need the Tommaso's. I would like to have Kevin Owens at NXT. How am I even going to lie to you? Yep, I know he's going to be used better. But NXT should not be in full study university anymore either. NXT should actually get their own arena with a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I thought that NXT was not going to be in full study anymore. What happened? So, wait. So, these two hours is going to be in full study? I think so. 
and thirty and two hours okay. on wholesale, one on the network, one on the US uh USA network. And you know what? You know who should be the leading broadcaster of NXT? You really know who you guys should, who should be the, the, the NXT uh, commentator? It should be Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is an employee with WWE too, even though he's an employee with the oh, Fox yeah. Sports. Pat McAfee should actually lead the charge for NXT. It would be perfect role for him too. Because he is an employer of WWE. Yeah, even though he's barely there, but yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's, uh, he's probably make, he's trying to make a comeback in, in the NFL. As a commentator. Eh? He's a color commentator in the NFL. He's supposed to be doing Thursday Night Football. Yeah, we're here, we're here, we're here. But like I said, like, we'll see what happens, though. Like, when I, I, mean, I really think, like, on, finally, we're going to have a full schedule, basically, to watch wrestling the whole week. Basically. Oh, yep. But, let's see how, they, how SmackDown plays out with the Friday night shit. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see how everything plays out. AEW on Wednesdays. Want to see what they're gonna be about? Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. It's coming up. Uh, before we go very, here, very before we go here, guys, I'm gonna talk about uh one more thing. I want to bring up because this guy sent me a text message like at twelve o'clock at night that <laughs> Makeup Fitzpatrick is requesting a trade. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I'm a huge Miami Dolphin fan, right? And even though I know that the direction of, 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 of their franchise is down, right, I will always be a Dolphins fan. Mm. So screw you, right? And I'm very upset with the fact that Minko Fitzpatrick wants to get traded. But hey, you know, uh, besides that point, uh, where are the show must go on? <laughs> you know, what else can I say? I've been saying this for the last 20-something years and I've been following the NFL, so... And then, mm-hmm. then I've been a very huge Dolphins fan, so. I feel bad for you for being a Dolphins fan, my man. I, I, I feel bad for you, bro. Yeah, and just like I feel bad for you for being a Giants fan. Hey, I seen a <laughs> Super Bowl in that day. I seen two Super Bowls. Hey. Hey, but we, have, we still have the undefeated record. Oh, my God. You weren't even <laughs> born yet. That even thanks to you guys, even thanks to you guys, right? <laughs> Y'all boys got any more questions for me before we go? It's Friday, right? It's Friday. I'm ready to relax. 
Yeah. Just got back from work, and I had to listen to your to to, to your two Twilight lovers over here talking about wrestling. So, thank you so much How for about, having me today. First of all, you talk shit. How about later on you cash these hands on FIFA, yo? How about later on you actually try to invite me to play FIFA and stop talking the crap that you're gonna do it when you never do it? I do do it. I've just been busy. But you know, I, but the last time we played, I scored ten on you, so. I don't know. Did you ever get Did you ever get your Xbox to be fixed? Oh yes, I did. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. All right, y'all boys. So they didn't talk anymore. Then it's for real. Then hopefully. Yeah. All right, y'all boys. Uh, Sandra, you still here, by the way? All right, guys. What? Is Sandra still here, or he went to go play mascot again? Yeah. No, I was, I was still here. <laughs> I was talking to you guys, chit chat about your little foot, uh, football. It's fine. You guys like football. I don't really like football, but whatever. All right, guys. Alrighty, Take care, boys. I guess. You safe? We'll be back, boys, <laughs> on the Premier League pod coming up in a bit. And we're back. Two weeks in the international break. We're back with Premier Finally. League football. What's up, Sid? How you doing? What's going on, man? You know we're you know we're in the house. Yo, man, there's been crazy. I mean, games that in the international break, but I mean, nothing compares. Premier League football is coming back. That was a boring, boring international break. Man. Yeah, it was, to be honest with you. It really was. I am so sorry. I hate international breaks. <laughs> all the excitement, all the momentum you have going. Yep. So many injuries. It's Which we did have <laughs> for a couple of teams. Yeah. I'm going to start off with Liverpool and Newcastle. Liverpool, you know, obviously, you know, off to a great start as always, you know. Newcastle, uh, not so good start, of course, as expected, to be honest with you. They just got their first one recently, and uh, they still have a lot of injuries to, to uh, what to call it, that they still haven't been able to cope with. Right, yeah. And, uh, well, I, I don't know, I, obviously I don't see nothing more than a Liverpool win here. Yeah, yeah, of course. Newcastle. Easy, easy, easy 4-0 for me. They have to, yeah, they have to go in and show that they can dominate. Yep, and uh, what's it called? And they're playing at home too, so it's like, you know, of course. Of course, they need, they need this. Not that many injuries. They didn't even get any injuries in the international break either, so. Yeah, Newcastle's form is up and down. I mean, yeah. Two losses, two wins, and a draw. Yeah, yeah, I'll do a great start. Like, you know, as we predicted to be for Liverpool. Undefeated in the Prem. Still the only team that's still undefeated in the Premier League. Well, I mean, that, they've been perfect. <laughs> I'm so scared. 4-0, <laughs> <laughs> how about you? Oh, man, I say about 4. 4-0, 5-0. Four. Four, for me, this is the pillow fight of the week. Actually, moving on to Brighton and Burnley. Um, they both started okay. Um, Burling just picked up their first win too recently, and the same thing with uh, Brighton. They've been uh, yeah, up and down. Be, it's gonna be a good battle. Then. It's gonna be one of those, um, like one of those like uh, aerial aerial battles. There's gonna be a lot of balls going in the air, going long, trying to find Ashley Barnes. Speaking about seven. speaking about Burnley, I don't know if you heard this. This guy got into a fight at the club, and now he's out for two weeks. Oh. <laughs> Danny Drinkwater. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he got into a fight at the pub. Wow. 
Uh, <laughs> I did not know that. Yep. <laughs> that is insane. You got into a fight at a pub? Yeah, in Manchester. Over what reason? I don't know. They, they really spoke about it, but like it said it damaged like his ankle. <laughs> that's a that's ridiculous, man. Like, why are you going to the pub to fight, man? I know. Like, I don't understand that. Especially his career is almost on the line because, bro, you went from Leicester winning Premier League titles and deciding to go to Chelsea like a fucking idiot, and then now he's at Burnley fighting for his fucking career. But how do you, how do you, like, how do you get paid all this money a week to fight at the pub? Like, I don't understand that shit. That's what I'm saying, yo. Oh, my God, people are so dumb. They, like, throw throw away all, everything that they've all worked for. Yeah, give me that kind of money and I play Premier League football all day. <laughs> what a dunce, man. I'm sorry. Yep. Speaking about, uh, oh, well, I got that game at uh one one draw. How about you? I got Burnley win. Burnley winning, okay. Ashley one Bonds. Zero, one zero two one. Either of those four lines. I can see uh, Ashley Barnes goal, and then of course Lewis Dunk with the header, or Glenn Murray. That, you know, and then give me an Ashley Barnes. Yeah. That's what I see. Uh, this team, we're moving on to this team now that took a really big, brutal, heavy. We're biggest worried about, actually, we're worried about this too. That it took a really big, brutal during the international break of injuries. Who was that? Um, this guy picked up a hammy, um, Luke Shaw. Oh, that's right, Manchester United. Um, Hogwell. Hogwell out. out. Yep, they still got. Martial out, Lingard still out because of illness. Yeah, they they're gonna have to go with Andres Pereira playing in the wing. And the the player they've been trying to avoid all season long has to play left back. Oh, Ashley Young. G Louise. I got Leicester winning this, to be honest. They got Leicester winning 2-1. Dude, I, I, have, I have a draw because they're playing at Old Trafford. It's a party. It's a party. Jamie Party scores again. No, I see that for sure. I see Jamie Party score. Sure. He, he don't care what ground he's on. He can score on any ground. Yep, he turns up like a Vardy party. <laughs> I guess, like I said, 2 1 Leicester. I mean, the United needs to win this game because they need to keep up with the table. Because I say 2 2. Huh? I say a 2 2 draw. 2 2 draw? 2 2 draw. That'd be crazy if they draw again for like the third time. Yeah, but I mean, Manchester United is wounded and yeah. Leicester on the rise. So and, we'll and Leicester's in the top four. I mean, it's only four, yeah, 24 games in, but Leicester's in the top four. Yeah, they are, man. That's what I'm saying. They could surprise. So. You always got to play tough. They're always going to be a tough match. They have a good manager, too. That's something people do not understand with Brandon Rodgers. Brandon Rodgers is a good manager. He almost fucking he won almost the Premier League. He almost won the league. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the Gerard famous slip, it, he would have won the league. <laughs> Slipping Stevie G. <laughs> I mean, we can't really talk with Chris. <laughs> yeah. You know, they won a Champions League, but... Yeah. But, uh, that, yeah, that was pretty funny. Especially against Chelsea. Jeez. Right into Dembaba. Yep, Dembaba. Oh, man. Moving on to another pillow fight of the week. 
Sheffield and Southampton. Sheffield, I mean, eh, yeah, Sheffield's been pretty, eh, Sheffield's been pretty up there with the freaking big boys, you know, since, the, since coming back from the Premiership. Mm-hmm. I can see that too. And Southampton's really struggling right now. They're in need a fucking win right now. Apparently, the manager's on the hot seat already. This manager's already been on the hot seat. So if if he didn't step up, and he might be gone. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I got uh, I got one nil Sheffield. They're at home. They're gonna be playing ten behind the ball. Very defensive. Um, based on their uh, form, it shows, you know, with only one win, two draws and a loss. You know, yeah. the fact that they were able to hold Chelsea up to the ground. At freaking, at freaking Stanford Bridge. At Stanford Bridge. A.K.A. the shit bridge. <laughs> yep. But, uh, I see, uh, I see actually Sheffield in this. Sheffield? My one goal to do. Yeah, I see a one-day win. They they can score, man. Mm-hmm. They can score. They prove it. So, like, I see them both entering down, like, always. Ten behind the ball. And, um... Hope for the best. Them come on. And countering on them. Yep. I see that. Whew. Moving on to another team that got a freaking toll to injuries. This freaking international break. Spurs against uh, Crystal Palace. Spurs, um, Giovanni Lo Celso picked up an injury in international duty. Same with Davison Sanchez. But the good news is that um, Eric Dyer, O'Brien Sessa Young, and Dombella is were back in training this week. And they're evaluated. So we could see Ryan Sessa Young making his debut tomorrow for Spurs. Finally, I've been dying to see this kid. Hey, and uh, Crystal Palace. Well, what's it called? This guy's injured too, and what's it called? They could benefit from being injured. Um, Scott Dan. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> but I, I see still. You know, Crystal Palace with Wolfer Zaha very unhappy at the club. That's gonna, you know, I got three. Three one Spurs in that game. I have I have Spurs like two one. Two one? Yeah, two. Crystal Palace always puts in the fucking fight too. That's another thing. Uh, goals from Harry Kane. Yup, Kane no. That boy's been on the score sheet in international break too. And yep. He's yeah, yeah. He could probably start tomorrow too. Um, but I was heard today that they offered Christian Eriksen a two hundred and thirty no two two hundred thirty thousand dollars the million pounds oh thousand pounds a week to get an extension. I mean, sure, but I'm a dream. I'll offer more. Yeah. Um, what's it called? If I, what they were saying also, um, this guy can be making his debut soon too. He was doing really good for the U21s for Ireland, Troy Parrott. 
I don't know if you ever heard of him. No. Spurs Academy? Yeah, yeah. The kid's only 17. They, they already want him playing for, for first-team football for Ireland, but he has to be playing for Spurs at least as a sub. Kick and score. He missed U21's debut, and he scored in the two matches. He scored three. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing, man. Oh, hopefully it works out for him. Yeah. So the next, Robbie Keane. He's what? The next, Robbie Keane. Nah, I don't... I never put that... Never put that stigma on him. <laughs> like you have this expectation of him, and it's not really what it is, and then you don't... You know what I mean? I hear you. the same way, you know what I mean? Look at him as his name. You look at him as the next Robbie King. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Robbie King didn't do nothing for y'all. <laughs> hey, for his country, he did. For his country, he did. I give it to him. But for y'all, he didn't do nothing. He was a legend <laughs> in Ireland. In Ireland, yeah. Maybe the LA Galaxy as well. Yeah. A big match. I'm moving on to the next match, actually. Um, the big match of the week. Uh, Wolves and Chelsea. Conte's injured. They still got Pedro injured. Um, what's it called? Like, uh, Hudson Odoi too, and yeah, like Mason Mount probably will get the knob. Um, Pulisic, Pulisic, he looked good, but at times like. He needed help in an international break, to be honest with you. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I didn't really watch international games. I just watched, like, highlights and stuff. And, yeah, I don't, the United States didn't really look... Needed look help. On par at all, bro. The United States looked all over the place. So they're still trying to figure it out. Yep. They need to... They need to just liven up that midfield. And I saw McKinney get injured. Yeah. It's been a mess. Yep. <laughs> it's been a bloody mess. Uh, this guy got suspended, Willie Boy, for um, Wolves. So we could probably see the, the debut of Jesus Vallado for Wolves. Jesus Vallado was... The reason why, I mean, um, what's it called? He's, he's going to get first team of Wolves for sure now. I mean, he was good at Real Madrid. It's just the pecking order, Real Madrid. Yeah. He has to, he needs to be somewhere where he can, he can flourish and Wolves is for and Wolves was that place. Yeah, that's what I was saying, like yeah. The pecking were in Madrid. Yeah, you're never gonna you're never gonna get in that squad, bro. Yeah, it's hard to get in there. I could see a good I could see a two one wolves in this one, bro. He menace. I see I see draw I see a draw, man. Chelsea Chelsea already looks like the team is going to roll over. Yeah. So I see uh, I see a draw. Maybe like another 2-2. Yeah. Like, they're going to score, but it's going to be a draw. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. I mean, I got, like, I got Wolves, but then, like, it's Chelsea, bro. Chelsea will not lose. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So let me give them the benefit of the doubt and say draw. Yeah, and uh, yeah, two, uh, yeah, yeah, two, one, uh, Wolves, or it could be a draw. My second opinion would be a draw, but I still got Wolves. Raul Jimenez, oh shit, Raul Jimenez versus Pulisic, yeah. We'll see, one more time, run it back. Run it back. (laughs) (laughs) 
Moving on to the main event of Saturday. I don't know how it's to, I would prefer to put Chelsea as a as a main event for this game over this one. Norwich against City. Hey man, Norwich. Jeff Klein scored on. Hey, our boy picked up a player of the month, Pookie. Yeah, Pookie player of the month, man. Dude, I got City throttling these boys like four two. Uh, what is it? What is it? Five goals in four games. Like yeah, that? yeah. Man, the guy's clinical. Can he do this against City? That's the biggest question mark. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can he do it against the big boys? That's that's what everybody wants to know. So this is his true test. I got Once City. Ward, everybody's looking at you now. So mm-hmm. uh, better make a name for yourself. I see a Norwich thro- getting throttled 4-1. Uh, yeah, I say like 3-1. No one picked up a serious injury. During the international break either, so. Yeah, those teams are alright, so. Yeah. Uh, I see Man City 3-1. Yeah. Timo Pukiko. Hat-trick. Aguero. Hat-trick? Nah, I wouldn't say hat-trick, but <laughs> I would say probably two from Aguero, one from Sterling. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense, too. <laughs> yeah, man, because you can't count out Raheem Sterling. Or they go on a rampage and score five one, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You ain't be like that, yo. Because they have a, a, they're prone to do that, and maybe this year they're trying to prove a point. Yep, and score more goals. <laughs> they know how to do it. <laughs> Last year they scored a ridiculous amount as well. Mm-hmm. Oof, it's a good thing there's no Formula One this weekend because Sunday is a good match. Sunday's stacked. Bournemouth, Everton. I got Everton winning that match 2 1. I have Bournemouth winning 2 1. Oh, oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everton have been doing good, but Bournemouth are catching form. So. I want to see this guy make his first goal for the club. Because I think he has yet to score. Which one? Um, Moise Keane. Man, that guy's overrated, man. You think so? Yeah, but he's all over the place. <laughs> Identity to them. Like, you don't know how they're gonna play that day. Yeah, I can see like I can see them lined up. They put him up front and then put Richarlison and Bernard on the wings with um Stigerson playing number ten. Well, Stigerson's always number ten, but even still, like they still haven't been able to fire on all cylinders. They still, I mean, yeah, I mean, Boys King's good, but they're still lacking on that number nine. They need a really, a, like, a true number nine. Yeah, they really do. And, they, and the, if they get a true number nine, they're set. Or they need, like, a target man that's going to be able to hold the ball, bro, because, like, I don't see their strikers holding the ball at all. No. Calvert-Lewis? Calvert-Lewis, I don't see Too many dribblers. Ball. Yeah, too many dribblers. Uh, or, like, players that like to run off, run off the shoulder of the defender and play one-twos. I would like to see uh, Sank take Tolson get a run out for uh, Everton. He scored two goals for Turkey in the international break. We'll see, man. The fact that he's still on the team I, should I, be getting some reps. I, I, never, I never really rated him because I haven't seen enough of him. Mm. And I just I, I figured he was one of those quick fire, you know, deals that, you know, clubs do when yeah. fans are demanding, you know, players to be bought and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I remember we did this in 2013. We fucking did a spendy spree. And and to be honest, it's the only two of them worked out. 
I remember that shit was, oh my god, bro, I was so devastated that season, bro, because we were supposed to have so many high hopes, and yeah. <laughs> Seven signings, and only two of them turned out to be good. Lamella and Erickson. <laughs> Which is actually their next Arsenal and Watford. Watford. Watford seeking their first win. I don't think. I mean, they got a new manager, so who knows? It could be new manager syndrome. You guys are fucked too in the international break, by the way. Yeah, I know. Lacazette went got hurt. Um, Xhaka. Yeah. Pepe too. Pepe's doubtful for the weekend as well. Fuck. But he wasn't even supposed to be there, supposedly. Like, he was, there was, like, an agreement that he wasn't going to play. But, whatever. And they still play him anyways. It's okay, bro. Do you, you guys always get the... Bro, like, honestly, you guys get the worst luck when it comes to shit like this. That's why I hate international break, because some real is hurt. <laughs> yep. Always. And Whopper's still seeking their first win, ladies and gentlemen. This could actually be their first win. And they could be out of the relegation zone just like that. I don't think so. I see nothing but Arsenal win. Oh, yeah, of course. I see 2-1. 3-1. 3-1. I got 2-1. 2-1 Arsenal. 3-1 Arsenal win. Pierre Emerick Pierre Emerick Aubameyang with two goals here to die. Yeah. I like, I mean, yeah, it can happen. It can win. Yeah, for sure. I see us winning. There should be no offense, but um, <laughs> we need to win that game. We need to win all the rest of our games. Yeah. So, there's no excuses anymore. We have we have the squad to do it. Uh, Tierney and Fenner uh, on their way back. Rob Holden's already back. Um, it's crazy. How it took them for it took them forever to play. Well, they have serious injuries, man. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Rob Holden in general, like. Like, you know, going out on loan and this and that. Rob Holding, bro. Rob Holding got right, bro. He was he needs more stuff. Mm-hmm. He played a lot of patience, too, to stay with Arsenal. Cause yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we got him and he, he came to the team, but, like, we just need, like, to, to they ease them into it. They let him out there through to the Wolves and, like, oh, go fend for yourself. It was like, okay, you're going to get a couple games this season, and then next season you're going to come in. And when he came in, he was ready and he stepped up. And he was instrumental to what Unai Emery was trying to do. And he got injured. So, I still think if Wenger was still around, he would not even see the pitch. No, he would have. Yeah, he would have. He would have been like Carabao and like, you know, FA Cup and, you know, the smaller team, maybe Europa League. But, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, maybe a couple of prem, Premier League games here and there, you know, mm-hmm. but backing up the... the um, the center back pairing of, you know, Socrates or Mustafi and Concioni in those days. David Ruiz, <laughs> now. <laughs> well, David Ruiz, now. I'll take David Ruiz right now because he actually, you know, wants to play. Dude, I that's I, the thing. I, like, I never take... really rated him bad. Neither have I. Like, neither have I. You know, yeah, he makes mistakes, but what defender doesn't, you know? like mm-hmm. It's football, not freaking yeah. ballerine. Ba- <laughs> He's got he's got some pretty good things in his locker, uh, positive things in his locker, like the long ball off the back. 
And you know what he brings to Arsenal in the in the table to be honest with you, Sid? He brings the veteran presence. Of course, of course. And he brings organ- his, his style of organization to the back. He comes from a team that was very defensive. Mm-hmm. Very defensive style. So he has that in him that he can organize his defense of his midfielders and forwards. You know what I mean? So, And he kind of has that, like, you know, captain role. He can kind of play it. Like, you know, he has a voice yeah. in the team. So, which is also good. He helps people, you know, be organized. At least for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll see how he does, bro. Hopefully he's doing all right. I mean, he's doing all right. I'm not, I'll give it to him. He's doing, he's doing right. better than expected to be, to be honest with you. In my opinion, yes. Yes, he is. And, you know, he's already shown those flashes of of, of greatness where he can spray the ball long to Aubameyang and then he's running over the top of the defender. And it's, you don't even have to pass the ball around. It's not the same arsenal anymore. It's, you can you can pass the ball and then all of a sudden, bang, there's one ball over the top and... Aubameyang, Pepe, or Lagazette are through. You know what I mean? It's pretty dangerous. The new yeah. way they're playing. It's not the same Arsenal, Wenger, Tiki, Taka, everybody used to. True. Mm-hmm. This is moving on to the main event Why? for Monday. Ashton Villa and West Ham. Uh, pillow fight of the week. Another one. Three freaking pillow fights this week. You know, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say 0-0. Yep. Goal is draw to end the, to end the Premier League week. <laughs> <laughs> when you... It's at Aston Villa, correct? Yeah, it's at Villa Park. Oh, my God, it's going to be a snoozer, mate. So don't stay up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the highlight reel is just going to be the highlights for this game. 2012, uh, 2019, whatever. Thanks for watching. That's it. No highlights. <laughs> they don't have Javier Hernandez anymore either. No, nah, he's injured. No, he went to Sevilla. Oh, he went to Sevilla on transfer or for... No, a loan, loan. Oh, okay. That loan spell. Oh, so that's why they took to win the Europa League, huh? Mm-hmm. Nah, they gotta win it, though. And this is going to conclude our Premier League pod. We'll be back on Tuesday with uh, Premier League results. And we're going to bring, um, to see what happens with all the games and analysis. You already know. We'll be right we'll back. Be, we'll be in the house. Yep. Thank you, Sid. As always, you already know. Anytime, anytime. Spurs, the better than Arsenal. Just saying. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sid, any final thoughts? Um, no, man. Fuck Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Arsenal. <laughs> we're back. And we're back here to Outing Your Pod. We're going to be discussing week two of the NFL season. Started with the Thursday night football game. Buccaneers and Panthers. Buccaneers winning 20-14. I was a pretty bit surprised in that game, to be honest with you. Buccaneers coming up 0-1 to do with the Panthers. Still think the Panthers were a better team, but what was, I don't know what was uh, Cam doing out there. Crazy game, but hey, look at Jameis Winston Crab Legs with that first dub of the season. Me, I've been one of his heavy critics this all season, to be honest with you. But hey, Buccaneers winning 20-14. 49ers and Bengals. Bengals are actually a favorite, one-point favorite to win this game. 
it's going to be a close one. Both teams, well, Bengals coming off a close one against the Seahawks. And they played really good, to be honest with you. That was really surprising. Niners coming off a win. I got, actually, I do have the Niners in this one, to be honest with you. I'm going with the underdog. Got the 49ers winning, so it could be 2 0. Sorry, Bengals, you guys are going 0 2. No AJ Green. But Tyler Boyd should be up there. He should be pretty good this year. He play good week one, I think. Uh, moving on to the Chargers and Lions. Chargers are two point favorite to win this game. I can see a little bit more, to be honest. Dude, the spread's crazy. The only two. They're 1 0. Um, Austin Eckler played really well last week. Showing that when Melvin Gordon comes back, he has some competition. And the Lions coming off a tie. <laughs> well, I guess ties are back to being relevant. But uh, yeah, um, got the Chargers winning that game. Moving on to the Vikings and Packers, a rivalry game. I got the Packers winning this one. They're a two and a half favorite. They could win by, I could definitely win by a touchdown. It's going to be a close one too. But Packers winning that one to move to 2-0. Vikings are a good team, too. Not to write them off yet. They won their first game. So, yeah. We'll see about that. Um, another rivalry game. Colts and Titans. Colts coming off a devastating loss against the Chargers in Week 1. I should see them. Uh, well, yeah, 0-2. Sorry. Um, t- Tennessee Titans are heavy favorites. By, well, they're favorite by three points. I can see that a field goal. Yeah, the spread would be three. Yeah, I'll take that with the spread. Moving on to the Patriots and Dolphins. Patriots are eight. Now, this shit just moved up. It's just, just at 14 or two weeks, two days ago. Now, it's 18 and a half favorite. Very unpredictable game because for some reason, the Patriots always struggle here in Miami. But uh, I can see them winning, but it's going to be a close one. So I will go with the, actually with the, against the spread. The Dolphins giving up 18. I don't know. Against the Pats, I don't think so. I can see him easily give up seven. So I'll go and guess the spread on this one, to be honest with you. The Dolphins are having a crazy week, too, with a whole bunch of players trying to get traded. Patriots, too, with the whole job with AB. Hopefully that A-B situation gets fixed. If not, it's going to be a drama for the whole season. Bills and Giants. Bills coming off a crazy week comeback against the Jets. Away from home. And uh, they're actually a two-point favorite. Take that back. I'm not being biased here. I'm a Giants fan, guys. Got the Giants winning this one, to be honest with you. I'll go against the spread. I got them winning at least by a field goal, though. And... uh, Hot takes and Giants. I mean, they played pretty good in week one. DeAndre Baker just needs to step up. I know it's his first game, but he got super exposed. Um, Seahawks and Steelers. Steelers are three and a half favorite. I got the Steelers losing that game too. Going against the spread on this one. Russell Wilson, a really good quarterback. Tyler Lock is not playing this weekend with Metcalf to step up. But I got the Steelers winning. I mean, take that back. I got the Seahawks winning. Another rivalry game. Cowboys and Redskins. 
I got the Cowboys at six. Bet the six point favorite. Definitely, there's a good spread to take. They're away to Washington, but Washington's you know defense is not that good this year. So Zeke's gonna eat them alive. Ravens and Cardinals. Ravens are thirteen point favorite. Definitely, yes. Um, they're at home. They're just coming off a fifteen point to ten lead against Miami in Week One. Like I see them building that confidence going into Week Two. Lamar Jackson, a really good quarterback. Hollywood Brown, nasty in Week One. Hopefully, we expect the same in Week Two. Rivalry game coming up. Another one. The Jaguars and Texans. Texans coming off a devastating late loss to the. Jaguars, Jaguars losing their quarterback for a couple of weeks, maybe the whole season. I got the t- easily the Texans, their eight and a half favorite. There's definitely more. I can see 14 points with the spread going over against the spread, 14. Another rivalry game. Damn, it's fucking crazy ass rivalry games this freaking whole weekend. Chiefs and Raiders. Chiefs are seven and a half favorite. I'm mean, seven point favorite. Tyreek Hill also out a couple of weeks, but I can see the Chiefs putting up the scoreboard, but not to write out the Raiders either, because the Raiders look pretty good in week one with Josh Jacobs and Tyrell Williams. Derek Vehicle looking really good too. Also, um, yeah, I got the Chiefs winning that game. Bears and Broncos, both coming off of losses, but I can see the Bears easily winning this game. They are a two-point favorite, but I can see more like seven or eight for my personal opinion. The crazy game of the week, Saints and uh, Rams. Play K.A. the rematch of the NFC Championship game. The bullshit game. Um, the Rams are two-point favorite. Uh, nope, I can see the Saints winning that late field goal to win it, in my opinion. Um... Sunday Night Football, Eagles and Falcons. Eagles are two-point favorite. Yep, I can see that winning too. Eagles coming off a comeback against the Redskins. Carson Wentz looked really good, to be honest with you. Was not any pressure in any shape or form. Deshaun Jackson, though. That boy is nasty. Coming back to Philly with two touchdowns. Yeah, I can see the Eagles winning that game. Then moving on to Monday Night Football. Jets and Browns, uh, Jets with their QB out with mono. Sorry, Lego police officer. I had to have any of you. Hopefully you feel better. The Cleveland Browns are six and a half favorite. Um, I'm going against the spread because um, I can see the close game. I can see him winning by a field goal. But, yep, that's it. That's pretty much it. And this is going to be for your NFL pod. And this is going to conclude your podcast. We'll be back on Tuesday with Premier League Review and NFL Review. This is El Nino. You already know. Thank you for tuning in to the El Nino pod, the only podcast that matters. Have a good night, y'all. Peace.